All right, let's get started. New episode. Let's get right into it. We ain't gonna waste too much time. Um, what I want to talk about. So, just talk about something slight, just random, regular conversation. So, Riri, you know what I'm saying? That's my girl, uh, Riri. Um, not the singer Riri, but my girl name is Ria, but I call her Riri. So, she pulled a little stunt on me not too long ago, probably a few weeks ago, because. As of right now, today is March 11. Today is March 11, right? Her birthday was on March 5th. Um, well, this kind of stems from Valentine's Day, but this shit ain't happened on Valentine's Day. So, you know, Valentine's Day, February uh, 14th. So, for Valentine's Day, she bought me a new Burberry belt, right? Because I got a Burberry belt, but I got this Burberry belt that I had for... A long time. I don't even know when the fuck I bought that belt. I, that joint probably over 10 years old. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's like the only real good belt I got. For real. Like, I ain't no belt buyer or belt collector. You know? I mean, I should. I, I will at some point build up my belt game. Because I like belts. You know what I'm saying? But, there ain't nothing I really be just anxious to spend money on. But, for Valentine's Day, she bought me a new Burberry belt, right? So, when she bought it for me... um, Initially, it was too small. The drum was too small, so um, I tried it on. It was too small. Then she was like, I right, bet. See if you can take it back to the Burberry store and exchange it. Which, you know, them stores is usually good about shit like this. You know what I'm saying? Them couture stores, they don't give you too many problems about exchanging shit that don't fit or whatever, you know? Actually, the Burberry belt I had, well, I still got it, you know what I'm saying? Because even though it's kind of fucked up and old, I'm still with a motherfucker. But the that belt, I got that because I had I, the original belt I had before that when I back then when I uh bought a Bur- Burberry belt, the buckle wasn't sticking to the the belt. It was one of the buckles that you can clamp to the belt, to the leather strap of the belt, and it wasn't clamping. So I took it back to the Burberry store. Like I say, this was over ten years ago. And I gave it to them. They were like, all right, you know, we'll keep it. We're going we gonna to call you and see what we can do. Da, da, da. And they called me probably like a few days later. They just gave me a whole new belt. You know what I'm saying? It didn't have a clamp. It was already attached to the belt. The buckle was already attached. It was a different color and everything, but it was cool. It worked out, and I still got it till this day. But, it's, you know, it's, it's fucked up and falling apart. So, um, Riri bought me this belt for Valentine's Day. I tried it on, and it was too small. Took it back to the store. I took it to the store because she bought it for me online. She ordered it from the Burberry store online. So, but I took it to the store down downtown in DC at the uh, at City Center. See if they had one in my size or what they could do. Um, they didn't have one in my size. They kept the belt. They refunded her her money back because you know the purchase was made under her using her email. So. They refunded her the money back. They was like, all right, so with the money, you can either buy another belt, you know, pick another belt online that's the right size, or, you know, you can take the money and just go to the uh, Tyson's Corner uh, Burberry store because they looked in the system and they said they had one in my side. So she got the money back, um, blah, blah, blah. What she ended up doing was just ordering another belt. So she asked me, what size do I wear? So I told her what size the belt was that I actually had, the old Burberry belt that I had. I looked at it, saw the size, 
Gave her the size. So she ordered my new belt in that size. Get that belt in a few days. That motherfucker is too big. I'm, when I, I measured, you know, I put the belt side by side with my old belt. The new belt, I laid it on the bed, measured it up against my old belt. And it definitely was bigger than my old belt. Even though the size read the same. Maybe their sizes change. I don't know. I just thought numbers was numbers. You know what I'm saying? If it's a size 105, 105 is 105. Regardless of anything, I couldn't. I can't wear that belt. So we had to exchange that one. So we decided to go out to Tyson's to the store. Because I like going out to Tyson's Corner, you know. Especially the Galleria Park. They got all of the expensive stores. The Gucci, the Louis, the Chanel store, all that. You know, I just like being in there. It makes me feel good. You know what I'm saying? And it's kind of motivational. Like, man, I need to be able to come up in this motherfucker and buy these stores out. That's the goal. So we went out there on a Sunday. Went to the Burberry store. To see if they had that exact belt in my size. You know what I'm saying? So, um, we walked in. They did. They had the belt in my size. Um, they was going to try to do the whole give her the money back and have her order online again, XYZ. But their systems was down. So, they just went here and did an even exchange. So, this time I got a belt that fit. So, we rolled out of the uh, motherfucking uh, Tyson's joint. The the not Tyson's, but the Burberry store. We rolled out of the Burberry store. We was hungry. We went early. We went as soon as the mall opened. The mall opened at 11 in the morning on Sunday. But they got the Cheesecake Factory in the joint. And me and her liked Cheesecake Factory. We don't really care for their, all their entrees, but we love their cheesecakes, and we love their appetizers. Cheesecake Factory got a couple good appetizers. I think that's their best food is their appetizer. So we learned that we love two things in particular. They got this thing called the Buffalo Blast. It's almost like fried chicken tenders almost with like cheese in it. And they give you like some dip, dip in like bu uh, buffalo sauce. Shit good as shit. Tried it one day. She liked it. I like it. Blah, blah, blah. And they got this motherfucking, uh, these egg rolls, the Tex-Mex egg rolls. That's what she liked the most. I like them too. So I like both uh, appetizers. So typically what we'll do if we go to Cheesecake Factory, she'll order one, i order one, and we just pick off each other plate. But we go to the joint. We feeling good. It's Sunday. I think it was a nice day outside. Um, she just in a good mood. I'm in a good mood. We in the Tyson's. We, you know what I'm saying? Walking out with Burberry bags and shit like that. Just a good feeling. We just feeling good. So we in the joint. She like, yeah, baby. You know what you want? What you going to get? You know what I'm saying? Da, da, da. You know, I'm telling her, you know, I'm going to get the Buffalo Blast. She's going to get the Tex-Mex egg roll, da, da, da. She's like, man, you going to get you something to drink? Get you something to drink. Da, da, da. You get you something to drink, I'm going to get me something to drink. Blah, blah, blah. Go ahead. Get, here go the drink menu. Get whatever you want on the menu. I'm like, all right, cool. All right. You know what? Why not? You know what I'm saying? Why the fuck not? Feeling good. I got my Burberry belt. We in Tyson's Galleria on the Sunday. It's a beautiful day outside. Why the fuck not? So, I look on the drink menu, give me a drink, XYZ, boom. We ordered our food, we feeling good, we drinking, we eating, da-da-da. After we finish eating, you know, the waiter like, okay, anything else? I'm like, nah, nah, we good, we, we, we'll take the check, da-da-da. He came over, 
He put the check in front of her. Soon as that motherfucking check hit that table, Riri slid that motherfucker right over to me. Whoa! I'm sitting there confused. Like, whoa, 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 what's going on here? Hold on. I'm confused because I'm like, how in the hell you going to be telling me, offering me drinks, telling me I can get any drink on the menu, and you expecting me to pay? When she did all that, in my head, I'm sitting there thinking, oh, she paying for this. Oh, that's what's up. Okay. Don't mind if I do. I'll give me a drink. You know what I'm saying? I'll give me a drink like that. I'm like, how the fuck you going to be running up the bill on my damn tab, offering me to get whatever I want, <laughs> and I'm paying? I'm like, man, what the fuck? That shit was good. I mean, as soon as that motherfucker check hit that table, she said, aggressively, too. Boop, here you go. I'm like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't bring it up on the spot or later, but I think I brought it up like a day or two later. I was like, man, hold on. Because she said something, or we might have talked about the fact that we was out there probably talking about some of them stores. Because her birthday was coming up. I'm trying to figure out what to get her for her, birth, for her birthday. And um, I brought it up. I was like, matter of fact, let, let's talk about it. I got a bone to pick. So I told her about I was like, man, how the fuck you going to be offering me Drinks and telling me I can get any drink I want out of that, but expecting me to pay for the whole bill. She started cracking up. She found that shit to be so hilarious. You know what I'm saying? She eventually was like, "All right, my bad. I ain't mean to do that." But that, but she found that shit extra funny. But I'm like, how the fuck you gonna do that? You can't be offering, telling motherfucker, get what you want. Da da da. Yeah, get that. And then you ain't even paying. Man, this shit don't even work like that. All right, next question. Next question. Do I feel like I'm disrespecting the girl when I come on her face? If you come on a girl's face, because some women feel like, you know, I've dealt with women that don't come on my face. I think a lot of it got to do with respect and pride and et cetera. You know what I'm saying? Some niggas like to come on a girl's face to kind of degrade them. You know what I'm saying? Some people like it. Some women like it. You know what I'm saying? They get a... They like to, some women just like to be freaky and nasty, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, what do I think about it? Do I think it's disrespecting the woman? Do I feel like I'm disrespecting the woman when I come on her face? The answer is no. That's easy. It's not disrespect. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's something to spice things up, you know what I'm saying? To me, it's, a, it's more so a show of respect towards me. You let me come on your face, I feel like you showing a level of respect towards me that that you feel like it's cool and you're comfortable and you feel like I'm worthy enough to come on your face. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think it's a great thing. You know what I'm saying? I think it's a, a, a good addition to sex. You know what I'm saying? Um, I like a nasty bra, freaky nasty bra. You know what I'm saying? The freakier, the nastier, the better. Um... And, um, you know, it's cool, it's cool to add a level of quote-unquote degrading disrespect in the bedroom, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to, we ain't trying to make this thing too respectful, you know what I'm saying? The more respectful, the more lame this shit gonna be, you know what I'm saying? We trying to eliminate this lameness, because we trying to keep things spiced up, you know what I'm saying? That's what makes the, the relationship last. We don't want it to get stale and dull, so you always got to be looking for something new. But 
all in all, you know what I'm saying, the more options, the better. You know what I'm saying? And the more encouragement, you know what I'm saying? But it'd be great, you know what I'm saying, not only to be able to come on your girl face, white face or whatever, but she encourage it. A little encouragement goes a long way. You know what I'm saying? I like a bride to encourage this motherfucking, quote unquote, disrespectful behavior. You know what I'm saying? Um, I remember I was watching, uh, I was watching a show called Dear White People, right? On uh, Netflix. It's a good show, by the way. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never watched the last season. I think the last season, like a musical or some shit like that. But I ain't never watched the last season. But it was it's a good entertaining show. And I remember um, it was a it was a black chick on there, right? And she was fucking with this white dude. And they was fucking on the low, if I ain't mistaken. I think they was fucking on the low. But one day she was over there. And I forgot the whole dynamics of the situation. But either they was about to fuck or they just fucked. But whatever it was, she was a little unsatisfied. And the white dude was like, I mean, you know, you know, I just really adore you and, uh, you know, and respect you, you know, so I don't want to be doing X, Y, Z or something. I forgot what the fuck the dynamics was. But this bro straight up said, look here, man, I ain't come over here to be respected. You know what I'm saying? And that always stood out to me. You know what I'm saying? I thought that was some real gangster shit. She said, I ain't come over here to be respected, nigga. You know what I'm saying? And I kind of live by that. Like, like, dude. You come around me, don't be coming around to be respected. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got a time. There's a time and a place for respect. Over here ain't the time or the place. You know what I'm saying? We ain't doing respect. We doing disrespect over here. You know what I'm saying? Respectfully. Thank you. Yo, yo. Okay, so next topic. Today is April. Today is April 18th. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's a Tuesday, kind of just coming off the weekend. My weekend kind of ran into Monday. Monday was kind of included. Um, so over the weekend, um, I did a few things, a lot of, you know, a lot of little different activities and shit, worked a little bit. Um, now I got a 360 video camera. I got that business. So, you know, I did an event, somebody's birthday event on, um, on Saturday, I did that on Saturday. I had a lot going on. Friday, well, Thursday night, went to a go-go. Seen my man perform. He playing a go-go band. He played the drums over there. Uh, he in a band called Ch- Changing Faces, go-go band. And uh, they performed over at the uh, Union Market Oyster Bar. That was my first time in the joint. I heard a lot about it. It's kind of it's kind of popular. Um, uh, famous people go to that joint when they come into town, like athletes and shit, be going there. You know what I'm saying? I heard about the joint over the past few years. So I had never made my way in there, though, but, you know, I was able to go up in there, check it out for the first time um, Thursday because I went to go see uh, my man Los play in the uh, band. Went to that joint, um, got there about, because they, the, the joint started at, what time the joint start? At eight, seven or eight. The event started like at seven or eight. But I wanted to, you know, just make sure I got there in time to see my man perform. And uh, so I asked them, you know, what time should I definitely get there to make sure I don't miss their performance or whatever. 
And he was like, man, they was going to go on at 930. So I was like, all right, bet. So I kind of got there like soon as they were setting up, getting ready to play. So that kind of was like perfect timing. Um, it was cool. You know what I'm saying? That drum was kind of cool. Um, had me a good little time in there. Got me some drinks and shit. Ran into a few people I knew. Um, one of my cousins ended up being there, being in that jump randomly. So that was cool. Um, I saw her. Um, it was cool, man. Um, did that shit. Um, Saturday, actually, I had the little 360 event. I did somebody's birthday party over in the Southeast and shit. Um, that went good. That, you know, um, the 360 events always pretty much go good. Everybody, you know, be having a good time because, you know, I do parties. So most of the time, everybody in a good mood and, and drinks be flowing. And the thing about the 360, I tell people though, when people book me, I try to make sure they don't book me soon as the events start. Cause I, you know, typically people book me for two hours. That's the typical amount of time I get booked for. And what I learned by doing these events is that people don't get on a 360 event, I mean, on the 360 early on into the party. Because they kind of got to warm up. Some people be kind of scared, nervous to get on. They be nervous to get on in front of other people. You know what I'm saying? Because this is before the drinks and shit start kicking in, for real. Or you need, and a lot of times you just need one person to get on to get the party started. And usually, the person that does that is the person that probably booked it. You know what I'm saying? The host, you normally, you'll be the first one to get on and get the joint started and make everybody else comfortable about getting on. But, um, so I, I typically tell people, man, I would say book me no earlier than an hour before the event starts. So after an hour, an hour or later is the best time to book me. You know what I'm saying? But... Showed up for that. That shit went good. It was fun. Um, drinks was flowing. Motherfuckers was fucked up in the joint. I be getting the kick out of it. Um, I typically don't really drink when I'm working. You know what I'm saying? Because I like to just be focused. But every now and then, you know, people will come and offer me a drink. You know what I'm saying? You want something to drink? Da, da, da. And depending on how the party going, if I'm already in the flow of things and I'm feeling comfortable with how everything going, that's when I'd be like, yeah, sure, I'll take a drink. You know what I'm saying? So I had me like a little drink. Had me a shot. And a drink, they made like a mix, some type of mixed punch, some shit that I had. The shit was cool. Um, this was Saturday night. So I was at this party from, I did this party from 7.30 to 9.30. After that, I had another, I had a party to go to that I wasn't working. It was just a party I was going to. Um, somebody um, in Riri family, Riri's uh, brother-in-law, it was his birthday. Well, his birthday, I think his actual birthday is today on the 18th, but he had his party on Saturday, which was the 15th, over at the M Lounge out there in Capitol Heights and shit. Little spot uh, that, you know, it looked like somebody owned and they just rented out for parties and shit like that. I actually did an event at that joint a month a month ago. So and that was my first time going up in there. Went there a month ago to do a Sweet 16 birthday party. Did a 360 event up in that joint. So I was able to kind of get in and see how it looked before, you know, I went to this party. Um, so I had to leave the, 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 the party I was doing over on the south side. Boom, head to Capitol Heights, which wasn't bad. Probably about 25 minutes away, some shit like that. 
from where I was. Um, got there probably about ten fifteen. The party was ending at midnight, I think. I think it was going until midnight. I got there about ten fifteen. You know what I'm saying? Um, it was a '90s theme party, and uh, when Riri was telling me about it, you know, she wanted to participate and dress up and all that. So, you know, she came up with the idea of let's do a motherfucking Family Matters thing for, you know, me and her. We're going to do a Family Matters thing. So I was going to be Urkel and she was going to be Laura. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, cool, whatever, you know, I'm down to participate. Like these days in my older age, as I got older, you know, I'm a little more open to having that type of fun and shit like that. Back in the day. I was a little dry. I probably wouldn't have done it. Like, man, I ain't dressing up like no Urkel. You know what I'm saying? Give me something cool. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I'm, I'm living life and having fun. And, you know, life is all about not, not being so serious. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right, that's a bet. I'm, I'm with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm with it. So she she ordered the shit, ordered my little Urkel kit. You know what I'm saying? And um, Saturday morning, you know, I had to figure out what I wanted to wear with the Urkel kit. Because what came with the Urkel kit was the Urkel glasses, the, the red suspenders, and it was the glasses, suspenders, and something else. Oh, a red bow tie. So, really, I just had to figure out what shirt to wear up under the suspenders to kind of make it make sense, to make it look as close to Urkel as possible. You know what I'm saying? For the for the jeans, you know, I, I I looked up Urkel and see what he mainly wore when he wore them suspenders, and a lot of times, like in images and shit that he posed for, like on the internet, he typically wore like regular blue jeans. So I found me some blue jeans. The only thing is, my blue jeans, all my jeans got rips in them. You know what I'm saying? But I like ripped jeans, distressed jeans. But I had some blue jeans with rips in them. So I went down that path. Um, I'm like, okay, they blue. So this, I mean, fuck it, this shit'll work. You know what I'm saying? Like, this shit'll work. So, I had my outfit ready. I had to figure out what shirt. Well, I was going to wear a, a long sleeve button-up shirt, a short sleeve. You know, I ain't really know. But ultimately, um, I wore the motherfucking... I wore uh, this yellow polo-style shirt. It was actually a Tommy Hilfiger joint. And it kind of worked because the shoes I wore, I wore some Jordans. And the Jordans that I wore, the shoestrings are different colors in both shoes. One of the shoes got red shoestrings. The other shoes got yellow. So it kind of went with the outfit because I had the red suspenders with the yellow shirts. I was like, I bet. So I tried to I actually try the, the shit on to see how it looked um, when I was at Riri House. Just to see how the shit looked. And I will say the only thing about it was that as I'm putting the shit on, I kind of was feeling like this shit wasn't really going to work out as planned. Exactly because, to be honest, I was looking too fucking cool in the shit. I mean, I had like a fresh-ass haircut. You know what I'm saying? My shirt was fitting me real good. I wasn't as skinny as Urkel. You know what I'm saying? I'm kind of slim, but I'm not skinny. You know what I'm saying? I got grown man weight on me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, man, I'm, as I'm putting each piece of this motherfucker Urkel clothing on, I'm looking at Riri. I'm like... I look a little too cool. Like, motherfuckers might not even realize. They might not even realize I'm trying to be Urkel. You know what I'm saying? Um, they might think this is a regular old outfit. 
But nonetheless, we went with it. Um, so I had the shit with me in the car. So when I left the party that I did the event at, and to show up to this 90s party, you know, I put the shit on once I pulled up. I put the bow tie and all that, my whole Urkel little outfit on. I put it on once I showed up. So um, I get there, boom. Let Riri know I was there. So she came out to meet me in the parking lot. Made sure I was straight. Made sure I ain't need no help with putting any of this shit on. And, um... And, uh... Which I really didn't. It was all simple. And, you know, she came outside and then walked in with me. So I walked in. You know what I'm saying? So so my man, whose birthday it was, um... Holler at him. You know what I'm saying? He was in the gym. He had a whole... Coogee thing going on. He had the little Coogee sweater with the Kango hat. You know what I'm saying? With the motherfucking big old gold chain. Shit looks sweet. Shit looks sweet. I came front. Um, he did up like the baggy jeans and all that. He 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 did his thing. Um, it was a good time up in there. You know what I'm saying? I had a good time. Um, everybody was drinking, having fun. You know what I'm saying? Had me a good old time. Kenny in front. Had me a good old time. Um. We end up leaving that joint probably around probably around midnight when the joint was in. Yeah, because we helped put some shit up, if I ain't mistaken. Um, still waiting on the pictures because they had one of the photo booths there. I'm, I'm going to get me a photo booth, too. That's on my agenda. I'm going to get me one of the photo booths um, and add to my collection with this 360 camera. You know what I'm saying? Be another little stream of revenue. But uh, I'm going to give me one of those. But So we got pictures. The pictures didn't come through immediately of the photo booth. Because you go to the little photo booth and you take the picture. I think it's like a, I, I think it's an iPad from what I heard. Take the picture. And once the pictures uh, are taken, you put your phone number or email in there. However you want the pictures to be sent. So Riri put her information in, but till this day, this this party was Saturday. Right now it's Tuesday. We still ain't got the motherfucking pictures. But supposedly her sister gonna get all of the pictures because her sister is the one who booked this event. You know what I'm saying? So I'm kind of waiting to get those back so I can have them and post them and shit like that. Plus I want to see, you know what I'm saying? I dressed up for this shit. I did, you know, I showed up. It's Urkel. I want the photo, but um. We left that joint low out at midnight. We was tired, headed to my house because we had a whole trip planned for Sunday. For Sunday and Monday, we was heading up to Philadelphia. Um, the reason we were going up to Philly on Sunday is because it's the singer. Her name is Ombre. Um, Ombre is a singer that Riri be playing. She be playing her music a lot. And since I met Riri, I met Riri going on two years ago now. And there's, it's, a, it's a song called I'm I'm Baby. And she used to play it a lot. Like, if I go to her house, you know, she'll be, she'll be playing that joint. She liked the shit. She posted on a couple of her little Instagram photos. Or if she do, like, a reel, that'll be the song playing in the back. And I was like, blah. So one day, um, you know, she was just, like, around, like, I want to see her perform. I want to see her. Like, uh. So... You know, I'm like, shit, find out what she performs. See if she coming into town anytime soon. We can, we can see it. 
She looked up, saw that, that she had a tour going on, but it didn't have DC on it. Um, later, we came to find out, and I think Riri knew, though, because we ended up meeting Ombre and all of that, but she said she was in DC not that long ago, but Riri was like, yeah, I know, but, you know, she was like, we missed it, but that's a, you know, story later on in this story. But she saw that she was going to be up in Philly, so I was like, shit, we can go up to Philly. We can go. I'm down. Let's go up to Philly. It's Philly two and a half hours away. Drive. Boom. So, once I kind of agreed, boom, Riri bought the tickets, concert tickets, and booked the hotel, and... You know, we was all, we was locked in. At that point, when she did all that, she probably did that about a month or two ago or some shit like that. So, the rest is on it. We in. We just figured the rest of the shit out. So, all in all, we had the hotel room book, boom. So, I was in charge of really doing everything else, and she she handled all that. So, I was in charge of getting a rental car, you know what I'm saying, because I didn't want to even want to drive an out car up there. So, I was in charge of getting a rental car, and I was going to take care of the food and all that shit once we got up there. But... Got all that shit mapped out. Boom. Um, Saturday, I mean Sunday, I went downtown to get the rental car. I booked it from downtown at budget. I like using budget rental car because I can use a debit card. A lot of rental car places don't allow you to use debit. Budget does. So I always kind of tend to go to budget. Um, the only thing about this budget joint downtown... Is that the motherfuckers like they still operating off of the COVID pro protocol? They only let one person in the store at one time. So I knew I should have got down down there early because I, I set the appointment to pick the car up at ten o'clock. I got down there probably like at nine fifty five, but I knew better. I knew I should have got down there early. I get down there, jump. That motherfucker 955. I took a scooter down there. You know what I'm saying? Riri, the bad thing about the fucked up thing about the weekend was that Riri was a little under the weather. But she wasn't that bad to where she couldn't maneuver and not go anywhere, but she wasn't 100%. She was sick for a few days even going into this. So, you know, that's a little blow on her. You know what I'm saying? You want to, when you're going out of town, you want to be fully up and, you know what I'm saying, healthy so you can be energized and be with the shits. But, she stayed at my house. I went to go get the motherfucking rental car. Showed up down there. It was a line outside the door. They only let one person in the store at a time. They got the notes and shit on the window letting you know, due to COVID protocols, we only allow one person in the store at a time. So we just standing out on the joint. Then they only got one person working. And you know that rental car shit ain't never a super duper quick process. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I get down there about 9.55. I don't get in the store till about 10.45. So I'm in this line. Luckily, the weather wasn't bad. It was nice out there. I will say that. But I'm in line for almost an hour. Boom, I go in. My process quick. You know what I'm saying? Because I booked and did everything pretty much online. All in all, got the rental car about 10.50, some shit like that. Boom, rolled out, headed back up to my house, came in. Riri was ready. Riri, is, that's one of her good traits. She, she's always pretty punctual. She ain't one of them motherfuckers that had you waiting on. She, if you give her a time, nine times out of ten, she's going to be on time. So I knew that when I got back up to my house, she was going to be in the house ready and waiting and packed and all that shit. 
So that's what it was, boom. Packed the shit into the rental joint. Um, we had like a little Toyota SUV. Packed up, boom, then we hit the road. We pulled off probably like at probably around noon, probably around 12 o'clock or something like that. Because it had us showing up to Philly at around, had us showing up to Philly at around 2.30. Uh, we had a check-in time of 3 o'clock, but Riri said she was able to adjust it and, 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 and was able to check in at 2. I don't be trusting that shit because we tried to do that before. That shit never worked. They stall your ass out until 3. They got some type of policy, I think. You can ask for an early check-in, but they never give you, no hotels really ever give you the early check-in that we go to. Especially a little fancy junk. You get there at 2 o'clock, they always talk about, oh, the room not ready. I think the room be ready. They just want all their money's worth. They're like, motherfucker, we ain't checking you in at 2 when your check-in time is at 3 and we, and we ain't paying extra for that extra hour. So I think they be, you know what I'm saying, they be on that type of time. Well, we got up the joint. Um... Straight shot. We ain't stopped for nothing. Drove. She drove. My fact, she drove all the way up there. Two and a half hours. Boom. We got there about two thirty, as expected. We booked the uh, room at the W Hotel, and that's cool because we, you know, we try to experience different hotels and shit. Lately, we've been fucking with the Four Seasons. You know what I'm saying? That's the joint that we, uh, you know, we kind of been going to. But we like to try to do different things. Period. You know what I'm saying? We want to do the Ritz Carlton. We never stayed in the Ritz Carlton. That's one of the uh, hotels that's on our list to stay at. But um, she picked the W Hotel. That's the hotel we wanted to stay at. They go and check it out. So we at the W Hotel in Philly. Pull up, boom. Go in, check in. Go into our room. And uh, the room the room is nice. I'm going to get into all that in a second. So when we... Before we got to the room, we walked, you know, walked in, checked in, um, checking out the lobby, checking out the scenery. Um, the lobby looked real nice. They had all these crazy lights and shit hanging from the um, ceiling. The bar looked nice. They had a restaurant on one end of the lobby. On the other end, they just had a regular bar, real nice looking bar. Um, it looked nice in there. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, we went up, we got our, uh, we got our keys to the room, went up, we was on the 43rd floor. I think the highest floor was 49. We was on the 43rd. Um, went up to the room, had a minor technicality, right? We go to the room trying to use the key. The key wasn't fucking... The key was working, but the door wasn't open. Shit was crazy, right? So somebody that was working in there, having to be walking down the hall, they was like, hold on, let me help you out, because sometimes these doors are a little funny. Da, 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 you a certain way you got to open them. Overall, pretty much you had to use the little key card, boom. When it unlocked, you had to pull the handle down, pull the door first, then push it. A little janky. You know what I'm saying? It was a little janky. I ain't gonna front. But nonetheless, um, you know, we got in, walked in. Um, the room was cool, you know what I'm saying? Wasn't super big, but a lot of them hotels they got like, you know, like them expensive joints, you're gonna be paying a super, super duper amount of money for big ass rooms, you know what I'm saying? 
So the room wasn't super big, um, but it had a real nice view. Um, had a, a nice view like the Four Seasons in Philly did. You know what I'm saying? We were in Philly, but we stayed at the Four Seasons before in Philly also. And that was one of the best views, probably the best view I ever had in a hotel room. Not probably was the best view I ever had in a hotel room. Um, so, you know, the joint real nice. We go in, uh, get our bags together and shit like that. We, I'm trying to think. We showered up, got ourselves together. Then we wanted to walk around the hotel a little bit because on the seventh floor was the pool. And they said that the pool bar opened up this season the day before we got up there for the first time. So the day we got there, which was Sunday, was the second day that they, the, the, the bar, the pool, the pool bar officially opened. So I'm like, oh, that's what's up. So we like, and the pool was an outdoor pool, but it's heated. So even though it wasn't super warm outside, the pool was heated. It wasn't super cold either, but it wasn't really pool weather. But the pool heated. It's always pool weather down there. You know what I'm saying? So we um went down to the seventh floor, checked out the pool. It was people in the pool too. People in the pool. People chilling by the pool. People at the little bar. Pool bar, whatever. But we was hungry because we ain't, we haven't eaten. We ain't ate the whole day. Um, we got up there like at two two thirty. We ain't eat the whole day. So we looking for something to eat. The bar served food, but they ain't really served. It ain't really served nothing that we wanted. You know what I'm saying? We kind of want me. I ain't gonna lie. At that moment, I was kind of I was in the mood for some wings. Like some wings would have done. You know what I'm saying? So wings would have done for me. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna front. But they ain't even have wings on this menu. Uh, so I'm like, man, fuck. It was like a little small, like a appetizer type of menu. So we was like, all right, fuck it. Um, we went downstairs because they had the restaurant on the first floor, like I said. We was gonna go and just go to the restaurant. Kind of find out it's Sunday. The restaurant is closed. The restaurant closed at 2.30 on Sunday. So that was some bullshit. But so we went to the uh people that worked at the front desk, asking them what's our food options in this hotel. They was like, okay, the bar on the on the level, because I told you on the first floor you had the ho- uh the, the restaurant on one end of the lobby. On the other end they had like a bar. So the lady at the uh desk was like, that bar has a menu and it's a little different from the bar. Um up there by the pool. Both of them almost same type of menu. It's not like an extensive menu, but the items are a little different. So we was like, I bet. You know what I'm saying? So we went down to the bar, walked down to the uh, end of the lobby to that bar, and looked at their menu. Their menu definitely was a little different. Um, we decided to kick it, you know what I'm saying? Stick with that. Um, got some drinks and shit. Chilling, kicking it. We in Philly. Um, I ordered like, some cheesesteak pot stickers. I ain't know what the fuck a pot sticker was. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. I ain't know what the fuck a pot sticker was. Riri knew what it was. Um, but I ordered that because the the one of the dudes, it was a chick and a dude behind the bar. Um, the dude, I was mainly talking to the chick, but the dude, you know, he back there, so he putting his input, putting stuff like that. 
He was like, yeah, I'm like, the plastic, I don't really know what the plastic is here. Because I was torn between that and they had wings on the uh, menu. But the dude like, oh, the plastic is really good. They are. So I'm like, all right, bet, I'm going to try them out. Something I never tried before, I, I like to try new things and shit. So I got the pot stickers. Riri got, I forgot what the fuck she got. But I got the pot stickers and uh, they was good. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, they had this little sauce. You get the steak and cheese pot stickers, you dip it in the sauce. And the pot stickers did taste like little ass steak and cheese, you know? So that shit was cool. We did that. Then we was looking for, we, you know, because at this time, it's probably about four something. We going to the show at, the show starts at eight. But Riri had got the VIP tickets, which means we could get early access and probably get a, 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 a close, you know, get a closer view of the stage if we wanted. You know, we can be getting there early to get a good position in there. So we wouldn't have to be battling for position with everybody else. So we had the option to get in that joint at 6.30, even though the show started at 8. But it's probably about 4-something at this point. So at this point, we ain't got no drink in the room. So we asked the bartender where's the liquor store. Um, They tell us where the liquor store was. And uh, so we proceeded. We was like, all right, we're going to go walk to the liquor store and get something. To, so we can have something in the room. Boom, we go out walking around. I said this before. Um, Philly, man. Philly, not the nicest looking city. It's not. You know what I'm saying? Not the greatest looking city. Kind of give you like Baltimore vibe. You know what I'm saying? It just is what it is. I ain't trying to shit on Philly. But they got some work to do down there. That downtown area and shit, they got some work to do. You know what I'm saying? These nice-ass hotels like the fucking Four Seasons and the W and all that is surrounded by a lot of buildings that need work. The streets need work. You know what I'm saying? But I kind of get used to that. So it ain't one no real big thing to me. Um, we go to the liquor store. We found it. We're looking in the joint looking. We decided on some tequila. I'm starting to, you know, I've realized over time that Riri, her favorite alcohol for the most part is tequila. She liked tequila. So we got tequila. Um, boom, went back to the room and pretty much got ready. You know, we got ready for the show. You know what I'm saying? Riri was a little under the weather the whole day. She was under the weather the whole weekend, actually. So she wasn't really 100%. Actually, so we got back to the room like at 5.30. And she laid down for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? She was tired. She laid down until about 6.45, 7 o'clock or something like that. So we ain't take full advantage of the VIP early access thing. You know, it wasn't really that big of a deal to us. The biggest thing about the VIP pass that we had was that we do the meet and greet afterwards. You know what I'm saying? So we go. Um, at some point, she get up at 7 you know, I do the little map joint to see how far away it is. Um, driving, it was like 15 minutes away, I think, from the hotel. Something like a 15 minute drive or some shit. So we had the uh, hotel bring the car around, boom, go, go to the joint. The joint is in the Fillmore. Philly got a Fillmore just like DC got a Fillmore. I'm wondering if they owned by the same type, same people. Not sure. I wouldn't be surprised. My guess is that it is because it's kind of the same setup. No chairs. It's standing room only. You know what I'm saying? No chairs. So you get in there, walk around, find you a spot, 
know what I'm saying? I think they had, but they had like couches and shit that you probably could reserve. You know what I'm saying? You probably can get table service or whatever. But for the most part, standing room only. So we, uh, but it's across the street from the casino. They got a casino up there. So what we did, which was sweet, we parked in the casino parking lot and walked across the street to the Fillmore. So at this point, it's cool. The weather kind of nice. Um, it's about seven something. You know what I'm saying? It was a little line, but the line wasn't too long to get into the Fillmore. And 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 it moved fast, so everything was cool, man. Um, got in line, boom, got inside, and uh everything going smooth. And so we up in the Fillmore. Um, found a little spot, got up in the joint, got me a drink. Um I think Riri ain't want a drink. She ain't get a drink, if I ain't mistaken. Um, got me a drink. Um, we found a little spot to get ready for the show. You know what I'm saying? Um, she, Riri's short. I think she's 5'2"? Five, 5'2". Two? Five, two. So when we got in there, people was already in the joint. right? People was already in the joint. So, we had to find a spot to where, we tried to find a spot to where she could see. Because we wasn't close to the front, because it was kind of packed in the joint. You know what I'm saying? Um, overall, we never found a super good spot for her. I was able to see. She really wasn't. You know what I'm saying? It got to the point that she could see a little bit, but not as much as she wanted to. But at some point, she wasn't really tripping because she was like, man, I'm just going to enjoy the show listen to the music and I'm going to, I'm going to fucking, we got this back, we got the VIP back, backstage passes. So she was kind of, you know, cool with that. She was cool with that. You know what I'm saying? Um, so we just went, you know, rocked out to the show. The show started a little later than we wanted it to. It started a little later than we wanted it to. I will say that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't no big deal. It wasn't no big deal. You know what I'm saying? Um, it wasn't super duper late. And the main act, because we went to go see Ombre. Um, she had a, a opening act. This chick named, I can't remember the fuck her name was. She was good though. She could sing. She did like a couple cover songs. You know what I'm saying? She did like a couple cover songs. And before uh, Ombre came out. She was cool. She was she was good. She could sing. Hey, I can't think of her name. Um, um, she had a lot of stage presence, I'll tell you that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how long she's been doing this shit. I think she's fairly new to it, but she had a lot of stage presence. Because one thing that kind of impressed me, soon as she right out the gate. Soon as she came out, that motherfucker was, she was ready. You know what I'm saying? Soon as she came out the box, she was ready. I was like, damn, okay, that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? It ain't take her long to motherfucking uh, warm up. So that was that was kind of very professional, I thought. Um, she performed, then Ombre came out after her. The first chick performed like five songs, maybe. You know what I'm saying? She had one original song. The original song was good too. Um, but uh Ombre came out. 
Ombre did her thing. Um, it was like little technical difficulties with her sound. Like the microphone went out one time. Uh, it sounded like her band, because she had like two band members really. Like somebody that played the guitar, somebody that was on the keyboard or something like that. They kind of was drowning her out a little bit. But everybody, for the most part, still enjoyed themselves. And, um, they, uh, you know, I feel like she's kind of, I think this probably was her first tour. So it's going to be a learning experience. They're going to learn as they go. So we ain't really trip off of it. But she um, she did good overall. You know what I'm saying? First time seeing what she looked like. Um, I hear the song. I hear, Riri used to play the song a lot whenever I would come around when we first met. You know, she had well, her main song. But she liked, I think, a few songs by her. She liked her because she wanted to travel to go see her. She was willing to travel up to Philly to go see her perform. That was the main reason we went up there, to go see her perform. So when the show was over, um, they had the meet and greet. It was a little line to get up to her. Riri was like, uh, you go first. You know what I'm saying? You go first and uh, you meet her and I'll meet her after you. I'm like, okay, bet. You know what I'm saying? So I went first. Um, before Riri, when I got up there, um, I mainly wanted to let Ombre know that, you know, the reason that I was there really was because of Riri and not, you know, not to say that, you know, I ain't no fan of her or nothing or, you know, they kind of, you know, shit on it. I just wanted her to kind of know, you know, know who was the bigger fan while I was really there. I'm kind of setting it up for Riri. I'm like, yeah, my girl, she a big fan of yours. You know, we traveled up here to come see you, da da da. And she seemed to be real impressed by that. And her, I think she had a manager or something standing over there. And the manager was like, wow, you know what I'm saying? Oh, y'all traveled up two and a half. I was like, yeah, we traveled two and a half hours up here to see you perform. The manager was like, whoa, okay, where y'all from? And that's what Ombre, she asked, she said, where y'all from? We, we was like, DC. She was like, oh, I performed in DC not too long ago. And Riri knew about it because she was like, yeah, I know. I was mad that I missed it. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, da-da-da. So, you know, I got my picture with Ombre. Then Riri went, said her little words. And uh, as we was leaving, you know, Riri said a little couple more words when we left. And Riri said, which I really wasn't aware of, she said she glad that I went first and that I broke the ice and spoke. Because she, she said she was a little nervous. She didn't really know what to say. You know what I'm saying? Um, I wasn't aware that she... She said I wasn't going to say nothing. I was going to go up there, say hi, take my picture, and leave. She was like, even though I wanted to say something, I really didn't know. So when I spoke to Ombre and said all that, it kind of opened the door to give Riri something to talk about to kind of bounce off of me opening, you know, breaking the ice. And I wasn't aware, aware of that. I thought she already... I thought she had some shit she wanted to say. So she was real thankful that I broke the ice and spoke to Ombre and told her all of the stuff about, you know, how she was a fan of hers and how we traveled up to see her, da, da, da. Uh, it was funny because when I said that we traveled up to see her, somebody in line that was waiting to meet Ombre, she was like, oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> I think it was the fact that I kind of, you know, you know, catapulted um, Riri, um, you know, kind of in the eyes of... Uh, Ombre a little bit, you know what I'm saying? How I kind of big Riri up. But I thought that was kind of funny. And the chick was like, oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, it was cool, man. Um, Ombre was cool, you know what I'm saying? She was cool. Um, we ended up leaving, going to the casino across the street. 
Um, walk through because we just wanted to really walk through. We weren't really going to gamble. Plus, we was going to see if they had some food in that joint, like a restaurant or something. The only thing that seemed to be open at that time, because at this point, it probably was about 11 o'clock, some shit like that. And it was like a, a Asian joint in there, an Asian little restaurant in the uh, casino. I think it's called River Casino. That was like the only thing open, so we decided to go in there and eat. We started getting a little tired at that point. We ate. Left, stopped at CVS because Riri needed some medicine to help her sleep. She wanted to get some Vicks so she can sleep. Boom, we did that. Headed back to the hotel, man, pretty much. Ain't do nothing else. Went to the room, called it a night, passed out. So uh, the next day, next day was Monday. So we wake up early in the morning Monday, probably about 7 in the morning, some shit like that. Because we only stayed up Philly for a day, really. We went up there Sunday, planned to leave Monday. Our checkout time was at noon from the W Hotel. Um, we got up, got ourselves together. Um, we wanted to get some breakfast. Uh, we stayed next door to a Ritz Carlton. So we was going to go in there to try to get some breakfast from their restaurant, but their restaurant wasn't serving breakfast didn't serve breakfast so I looked up on the open table app to see what restaurants was nearest that served breakfast two of them popped up one of them was someplace I can't think of what it was called I can't remember what it was called but the other place was the Four Seasons um, I'm familiar with the Four Seasons uh, restaurant because me and Riri went there in December of 2021 um I planned to trip up to that Four Seasons for Christmas. Um, so we familiar with the Four Seasons. Um, so we looked it up, boom. Seeing how far away it was from us, from our hotel. It was a 15-minute walk. So we were like, shit, you know, that, that's perfect. Uh, we can walk to it. 15 minutes, that give us time to, you know, kind of take in the sights, a little bit more of the sights out there. Um, just to, you know, give us a chance to get out and about, get some fresh air early early in the morning. So we got ourselves together, walked to the Four Seasons. Boom. The Four Seasons in Philly is beautiful. Um, big, tall building. I think it's like the tallest, second, top three tallest buildings in Philly. It's 60 floors up. The restaurant is on the 60th floor. Walked to the joint. Got on the elevator. When you get on the elevator, it gives you a few a view. It's like an open glass elevator, so you can see the city as you're going up. Shit is crazy. Give you a little anxiety if you're scared of heights. But we went up, boom. We got to the 60th floor, went, checked in. And once you up there, the restaurant is like surrounded by just nothing but glass, glass ceilings and everything, so it's bright in there. You can see the city from the restaurant. It's beautiful. Four Seasons Philly, I recommend it. If you want to go to a Four Seasons just to try one out, because a lot of them are around the same prices. I've been to a few Four Seasons, and the one in Philly is the best one. But we went there, boom, got us some breakfast. It was just a, a good feeling, good vibe. Um, I love the uh, Four Seasons in, uh, in Philly. Got us some breakfast, boom. Ended up eating and leaving. You know, it was, it was probably about 10 o'clock at this point. Checkout time is known, so we 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 ate, walked back, 
to the hotel, got our little pictures, went down there by the pool. Uh, we never got a chance to get in the pool, but able to take, I was able to take some pictures by the pool, and they had this little garden at the W Hotel called the Secret Garden. Um, looked like it wasn't fully bloomed yet. Um, that's the only thing. Because I'm looking at it like, what's supposed to be special about this shit? But Riri was like, it's probably not bloomed yet if you look at the... Uh, trees back here then i realized I'm like that's what it is probably when it's a, when it's fully bloomed it's probably a lot more beautiful took the pictures went back to the room packed up had them bring the car around it was about 11 45 in the morning at this point we was out of there drove back home um dropped her off boom i dropped the rental car off and that was that man so that's you know that was pretty much my weekend. So, um, it was cool. Uh, man, thanks for tuning in. We are gonna close the episode out on that. Thanks for tuning in. Um, to however many listeners I got, I appreciate you. Uh, like I said, I'm gonna keep doing these joints, keep doing these podcasts. Therapeutic to me, you know what I'm saying. Um, and I'm, I like leaving behind something. You know what I'm saying. We ain't gonna be here for the, forever, so I like to leave behind something. So, if you got goals, dreams, chase them. You only hit one time. You you ain't going to achieve no goal unless you chase it. You know what I'm saying? Make it happen. At the end of the day, don't be scared to shoot your shot. Like they say, you shoot for the moon. Because if you miss, you'll land amongst the star. And I'm out to the next episode.